Christians are to be diligent in their search for the truth. But how far do we go in searching for it? What is our source of truth? Is there truth outside the scriptures that we should look for? This is Consider It, where we're considering questions regarding life, theology, and the church. Consider It is a ministry of Redemption Bible Church here in New Braunfels, Texas. Do you have questions regarding life, theology, or the church? If so, text the word redemption and your question to 474747 and we'll consider your questions. To learn more about our church and everything we're doing here, visit redemption.bible. I'm Aaron Orozco. And I'm Blair Cushman. Let's consider it. Hey guys, thanks for joining us today on Consider It. Today we have a really interesting question that was submitted. Um, so let's just jump into it. It says, uh, is the flat earth theory something that we as Christians should give thought to? The flat earth theory, something we should give thought to. This is a good question. I've wondered why we haven't had more uh, questions on like conspiracies and things. Right, uh-huh. and, and, you know, that's, I guess, a question like this, some might say, is we're getting into into that, right? Conspiracies. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And like you're saying, it's it's interesting that we've not gotten them. Right. Uh, but, you know, it, it's good today that we, we get to uh, address this topic, which is really what we're going to do, not necessarily um, answer this, because I don't right. know if neither, either of us are... are professional uh, flat earthers or right. necessarily the opposite um, more than uh, we believe what the word says right but we we can give some insight that we that we've understand on on just how we should think of conspiracies and and more importantly like truth right where yeah. does truth come from does it come from the news does it come from you know the the obscure reddit threads yeah. does it come from youtube right right, um, right. And I think there is some insight to be to be gained. That's right. That's right. Even in a question like this, it is. I mean, even how it's stated, the theory, and uh, we as believers, we want to be about the truth. Yeah. And so, um, you know, theories like this exist out there. Um, some of them cross over into myths, um, and uh, you know, they can be entangling to people, uh, especially in times of crisis. You know, like yeah. that's when I said I'm surprised we hadn't gotten any. Uh, especially lately as we've been in the midst of a pandemic and things, it, it's at times like this where it seems that uh, theories, conspiracy theories, all that kind of rise to the surface yeah. and people start asking about one thing and then it leads to others. And, and uh, you know, it's, and so we start asking, well, what is, what is true? And what, where do, are, is there any merit to things like the flat earth and whatnot? And so, um, so the question is, should we give thought to this? Well, I, I want us, as you said, to just even kind of go bigger picture. And should Christians give you know much thought to theories in general, you know, um, whether they're conspiracies or not, but just theories like this, yeah, um, you know, because we are to be diligent to search out the truth, right? Sure. And so, as we've talked about like multiple times on our on the podcast, like, well, what is our source of truth? Well, it's from the Lord, you know, Jesus and John fourteen six said, "I am the way, the truth, and the life." And so, right, um, and He has given us His Word, which over and over uh, throughout the Word it says it's true, and our experience would uh, demonstrate that the truthfulness and the trustworthiness of the Word of God. So that's right. ultimately what we want to go to. Um, and what's interesting to me, you know, is that theories like this are really nothing new to sure. uh, to the world. 
you know, we maybe they're a little bit different in their content or their aim or what they're seeking to prove. But ultimately, uh, theories or myths have been around forever because by nature, humans are fearful. Humans, humans are suspicious. We're yeah. insubordinate, um, and and God comes in the gospel to redeem all of those things. But yet, these these kind of underlying motives uh, uh, exist in uh, in in many humans. Uh, well, I'd say probably in all of us, but in uh, some more uh, than others. And so, uh, what I find very interesting in in regards to theories or myths like this is Paul actually the apostle Paul uh, addresses them. Uh, in four different sections in first Timothy, second Timothy and in Titus, mm. which is very interesting to me. Just as you like, if you do a word search of myths in, uh, uh, in your Bible, you'll find these four passages, but very interesting as, uh, if, if you know the background to these books and these men that the apostle Paul is writing to, these are young pastors, his proteges that he had left in churches that were now pastoring churches. And that's where, uh, these things were cropping up to, uh, um, you know, to distract the saints, to uh, take their attention away from the hope that we have in the gospel. Yeah. Um, to to you know to move their attention away from the assurance and the hope that we have in Christ. And so um, it's it's just very interesting here. And so as as you look, I, I think I think this is helpful here. Even as we think, well, should we give credence to this theory, to the flat Earth theory, or any sort of theory? Yeah. You know, the ones in our day, Q, and what well, you know is JFK Jr. still alive, or whatever else <laughs> you know comes. Uh, I mean, I mean, I'm a young pastor, haven't been around that long, but it seems like even in my pastoral career, there have been oodles, um, and every year there's a new one. Um, some more outlandish than others, but. Um, but here's really the reality when it comes down to it. And here's the first thing from First Timothy 1. Should Christians give uh, you know, thought to these theories? Well, I'd say this. Well, no, these theories lead us away from faith and love. So hear, this, hear what Paul tells Timothy in First Timothy 1, verses 4 through 7. He says this. He says, I urged you, well, this is starting in verse 3, uh, that when I was going to Macedonia to remain at Ephesus so that you may charge certain persons not to teach any different doctrine nor to devote themselves to myth, myths and endless genealogies, and here you go, which promote speculation rather than the stewardship from God that is by faith. The aim of our charge is love that issues from a pure heart and good conscience and by a sincere faith. Certain persons, by swerving away from these, have wandered away into vain discussion desiring to be teachers of the law without understanding either what they are saying or things about which they make confident assertions. Hmm. And so this, this is really helpful for us because I think when it comes to theories like flat earth or any others, these things, they lead us away from our, our, the main things of faith and love. Right. And calling discussions about these things, they're, they're vain discussions, you know, yeah. and our search for them, they, they, they take us away uh, from what is most important here. And so the, the charge is to, 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 you know, to stay away from them, right? And to tell others to stay away from these things because it, uh, it, it really just leads nowhere well. Right. And, uh, and as believers, we were to be devoted to faith, faith in Christ and to love of one another. And so you can make the case here that to, to go after and to discuss these things in, in a way is unloving because it's promoting the speculation here that he talked about rather than the stewardship from God. 
and knowing, especially as leaders, especially as teachers, that uh, you know people who who are have leaders in the church and things, we have to be very careful about talking about uh, you know myths or right. you know these genealogies yeah, and yeah. things. And so it's, it's 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 worth uh, noting here that the strength, and this is how he begins the letter, <laughs> Paul writing to Timothy. He's like, hey, first things first, let's just get this out of the way. But in this but in this letter, he actually says another time back in uh, in chapter four, verses six to eight, and and he gets a little stronger here because I would say here's the second point: not only do conspiracies or theories lead us away from faith and love, but theories are to be avoided at all costs. And so 1 Timothy 4, 6 through 8 says this, but if you put these things before the brothers, you will be a good servant of Christ Jesus, being trained in the words of the faith and of the good doctrine that you have followed. So that's what we're to be involved in is faith and good doctrine. And then verse 7, he says, have nothing to do with irreverent silly myths. Rather, train yourself for godliness. For while bodily training is of some value, godliness is of value in every way, as it holds promise for the present life and also for the life to come. And so here's like, should we give uh, credence to a theory like this? Should we, is there anything to it? Well, I think Paul's pretty clear right here, have nothing to do with these things. And especially right. when it comes to something like the flat earth, like, uh, um, you know, like really, like as we see, you know, we've got all these uh, satellites and telescopes and years of, of scientific discovery. Um, could something that uh, like that be so uh, subversive to lead, uh, you know, an entire population, billions of people, is uh, is is really like? It, it's 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 almost laughable. It's silly in some ways, right? You know, and so I think in particular with this one, like we should have nothing to do uh, with it. But it doesn't stop here, um, because again, then later, a few years later, in Second Timothy, Paul writes him again, and he has to address this again. Apparently, it was like kept cropping up in the church. Paul, uh, Timothy, rather, was the pastor of the church in Ephesus, and so in Second Timothy four. He, 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 says, he basically says this, here's the third point, that theories are antithetical to the word, basically opposite. And so the charge to Timothy here in 2 Timothy 4, something that maybe you know our listeners are familiar with, but he says, I charge you in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who is to judge the living and the dead, and by his peering and his kingdom, preach the word. So that's the call, Timothy, is to preach the word, he's to be devoted to it, he's to be ready in season and out of season, so basically always, and with the word we reprove, rebuke, and exhort with complete patience and teaching. And then here's the warning, for the time is coming when people will not endure sound teaching, but having itching ears, they will accumulate for themselves teachers to suit their own passions, and will turn away from listening to the truth and wander into myths. Yeah. Wander into mist. And so as for you then, Timothy, always be sober-minded, endure suffering, do the work of the evangelist, and fulfill your ministry. And so I find this very, very interesting, especially in, in our day now as, you know, as, as we're looking for what is true, we're looking for uh, what is right. Now with you know, many churches being closed, people uh, out of fellowship, away from sound biblical preaching and the fellowship of the saints wandering off into myths. Yeah. And so it's, it's, it's interesting that this is in stark contrast, nowhere to be devoted to the word, right. knowing that without the word, without a healthy uh, routine, regular feeding of the word of God in fellowship with other believers, this is where people will 
we'll wander away into. And so it's, it's antithetical to the truthfulness of the Word of God, these theories, these myths that uh, people begin to gather for themselves. Right. And, and that's why I think like in days like now, it's like everybody's like clamoring for them, why they crop up, because it's like, oh, well, now we can go find these things that we want, you know, or there's suspicions, uh, speculations that we're involved in. Right. And, and, and really what's, what's being presented to us is that what is first and foremost is truth mm-hmm. and truth that comes from the Word, right, which yeah. is the only thing that is actually true right and and it's because it's because fundamentally truth should affect how we live right right the truth should affect how we live how we have faith how we love one another and and when we start to find you know maybe worldly truth yeah um and that starts to affect how we live you know that's that's where you know we're we're seeing here you get sidetracked Right. sidetracked from the mission that is that we were given right was right. just to make disciples right. um and and that's why I, I don't necessarily think it's 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 uh dangerous to maybe consider some of these things but what is dangerous and wrong is to go into these into these holes of of now maybe like pushing this agenda or right. you know uh trying to convince other people of this these things which where what we should be doing is is trying to present the gospel clearly and That's boldly true. to right. people, right? Right. Um, and and all these other things are secondary. You know, whether you know, if we look at the world today, where where you get your information from, like yeah. none of those sources are necessarily reliable. And as Christians, that shouldn't concern us. That shouldn't uh, frighten us because our hope yeah. is not in those things, right? right. Like. My hope is not what I hear on the news or you right. know on Twitter or on Facebook. Right. My hope is is secure in right. the truth, right. right? And I know where I get truth from. Right. And so I think when, when we're thinking of these things, it's it, it's important for us to remember what is important, right? right? And right. what is just not important, right? And and I like where you said, said there, it's the source that's so important. Yeah. Yeah. Because our our source of authority, if we say every single time on the podcast the source of truth is is the scriptures it's from the lord and so theories like these you know is presented with them or we find them where, where are they housed well they're yeah. typically it's through youtube videos <laughs> yeah and youtube's not our authority yeah youtube is a venue for communication that is unreliable and unaccountable anybody yeah. can post anything there and doctor it up into some videos and make a convincing argument about something and and that it's it's said to be true and it's like wait 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 time out you know that's not that's not that's not the case and we live in a in a different society now than we used to live back right. in the day you know media uh, prided itself and and needed to be truthful right you know, if they were found to uh, have false information they were incredible they were they were incredible yeah. and the, the, then their whole business went away yeah and and even just society at large like a man's word meant something sure yeah you know, you 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 were you you came on time you paid your debts you fulfilled your promises because sure. if you didn't you were done right and and we just don't live in a society like that where you know very individualistic there's no absolute truth and so we have to consider our sources of truth and when we're thinking about sources of truth here's here's why this is also so important not only like when we talk about the unaccountability or whatever but the last point that Paul brings up to Titus now 
So our first one, Paul's been teaching Timothy, uh, but now here's Titus, another of his protégés, a pastor who's uh, now on the island of Crete and to appoint elders and things. He's just described what, uh, you know, what a godly elders to look like. Well, here's, here's then what he says. These theories are myths. Conspiracies are tools of false teachers. And so this is really why the why the strong warnings come from Paul to Timothy, uh, because here's and, and now even as I read this and I say that I don't want everyone to think like, well everything you know, f- f- uh, to believe flat Earth is like to believe a false teaching yeah. or whatever like that. But we have to show discernment and why Paul would use such strong language to say have nothing to do with them to avoid them is because they are what is are used by false teachers. And so this is Titus 1, beginning in verse 10, and he says, There are many who are insubordinate, empty talkers, and deceivers, hmm. especially those of the circumcision party. And so right there, like that, he's describing people who are of ungodly character, who will not uh, be subject to anybody, you know, who aren't a part of a church, who aren't, you know, who hate the government, they yeah. deceive, they um, they just, you know, they talk a lot, they have a big voice, big personality, but, but it's all empty talk. And it says, they must be silenced, and it's like, whoa, hmm. since they're t- upsetting whole families by teaching for shameful gain what they ought not to teach. Hmm. And so we got to be careful because they're upsetting whole families, whole people, and for shameful gain, whether it's money or whether it's prestige, whether it's to look good, whether it's to pat themselves on the back to, you know, if they get some other followers, then they can, you know, they can feel good about their own self. And he says, one of the Cretans, a prophet of their own, said, Cretans are always liars, evil beasts, and lazy gluttons. This testimony is true. So what a, what a reputation for a culture, right? Right. Like, oh, hey, those guys from New Braunfels, they're... Whoa. Um, but he says this, their, their testimony is true, verse 13, therefore rebuke them sharply that they may be sound in the faith. Hmm. It's like, whoa, you know, not devoting themselves, and here's where it comes down to it, not devoting themselves to Jewish myths and the commands of people who turn away from the truth. And so right there, there's these myths that existed in their day. And so they were using them, deceiving people, leading people astray, upsetting whole families, you know, kind of throwing out these, you know, speculative uh, claims about whatever it was in their day. And it was upsetting whole families and uh, dividing people. Um, It was a cause of dissension and distraction. And so he says, then to the pure, all things are pure, but to the defiled and unbelieving, nothing is pure, but both Mm. their minds and their consciences are defiled. Mm. And that's really, you know, kind of, we get back behind some of these theories, really what I think we would find is seared consciences, people that don't love the Lord. And uh, here's the... Here's here's the trick, because sometimes they do, and here's verse 16, he says, they profess to know God, but deny him by their works. They are detestable, disobedient, unfit for any good work. Now, that's some pretty strong language. Yeah. That's like, whoa, you know, and, and, and I think we find that, and it ties into, his, you know, the first instructions, well, why would we say, you know, oh, yeah, well, we know God, sure, 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 God exists, but what about all these things? And in so doing, they've neglected these these good works of faith and love. Right. Loving people, um, serving others, you know, living out the Great Commission things, and as such, they become so distracted or gone down these rabbit holes to... Um, that have you know bad fruit as a result, families, division, destruction, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And so, when that distracts from the gospel, 
you know, the good news of Jesus Christ, pointing people to what we do know is true. Right. That's why we would use such such strong language. Because when we think of it in those terms, that, oh, you know, it's not just joking about something, but when we're giving it thought, when we're talking about it, you know, we're staying up late, we're watching endless YouTube videos and trying to convince other people about it, um, especially at Christians, when we think about that, all that wasted time of leading people down a wrong path and not encouraging them, stirring them up to love and good deeds, um, that that brings, you know, some of Paul's strongest rebukes. For sure. And, and, and we got to be careful. Yeah, and, and, and really... It, this this idea of of speculation is really helpful too you know like uh i i don't i don't think we should be um ignorant or maybe ignore trying to expose truth you know in culture and in society and the government but ultimately when it comes down to speculating that's when we can we can go down rabbit holes right Right. and 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 that's where the word is not speculative right Right. this the word is true and and it's clear and and us who have the spirit it's it's god's revelation of himself to us which is like you're saying what we should spend our time it's what we should devote ourselves to and teaching that right not necessarily these other things um, yeah, and I think as Christians, we should just be people of truth uh, as much as possible, right? right. So right. Um, when there is deception, you know, blatant deception, we should be exposing that as, as we know how. Um, but our central goal has always been the gospel, right? right. Uh, our call to to teach has always been to teach the gospel and the good news. Right. And so when we get distracted or sidetracked by these by these other things uh you know i think we we go off course right. of what we're supposed to be doing right right uh, in our own self and when we lead others astray right. so um and that's why it's that's why it's concerning that's why you right. know that's why we have to be very careful for sure uh, about these things and they're not uh, you know it's that's what it's like like I, I like Paul's words here about wandering into this stuff, right? You know, because I bet most people listening to this aren't actively trying to seek out, right? You know, theories like this, conspiracies, or all that. But we're just so prone to these things that you know we we can just wander into it right. without realizing it, and and we need some strong language like this to kind of like shake us up out of our wandering you know it's right. like you're down a path and you're like oh this looks beautiful and you're just kind of going down oh wow i've never seen this before and next thing you know you're you're way off course and you're lost and you and you need somebody to like shout and be like no 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 no, get back over here you're sure. going astray and 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 it's you know just a loving call to to come back but uh because we can, we are just prone to prone to wander for sure right? prone to wander into these things that uh are, are just speculative yeah uh, we should as christians let, let's i think we should just leave the theories uh to the to science you know what i mean which sure. is which is what science is it's just yeah. a way of observing facts and making yeah. theories about it and testing it right. um and and as you know as people we we can see like the history of science and just how things have changed as people learn new things right. you know science is this ever-changing like as you learn something new we change what what we think uh which is how as christians we should take that and and not necessarily you know mean 
to throw science away, but rather we should say, okay, they're re- science is very good at describing yeah. things and sure. the world, yeah. right? But we can never take that and say, you know, this is what is true necessarily, right? right? We, right. we can just say, okay, as of what we understand right now, right. this is as best as we can describe certain things. Right. I remember when Pluto was a planet. Now it's not a planet. Right. Apparently it's been a planet again, and now it's and not. Now a, it's I don't, not. I don't right. even know what Pluto is these days. Right. Um, but at the end of the day, like we're saying, it's like that doesn't really change how I live. It doesn't really change yeah. how I should see scripture. And more importantly, my call as a Christian has always remained the same. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And so I think kind of I say that to say like these theories and ideas of, of trying to understand certain things that may or may not be true uh, right. are very arbitrary to to the truth that we know. To, to never change right right and that's just like you're saying as christians that's what we want to be about yeah you know? um and that's not to say that all science is satanic or, right, you know, right, or right, something right. that but it is but it is always changing and yeah. and you know even in our day we've that's how how rapidly is the science changing exactly. in regards to covid19 sure you know, one day the the studies show this, and then a week later, no, 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 the studies show that, and yeah. um, and and that's not necessarily a bad thing, but that does reveal to us as Christians like the authority in which it holds, right? And you know, our understanding of the word of God is growing, but the truth behind it remains the same, right? And so we come to the authority of God's word, especially in these things, and. Uh, um, and recognize that this is what we need to be most concerned about. For sure. This is where we need to find our hope in. Because you know, even if, like the most wildest theory, here's the thing, like if you just put it under the banner of the sovereignty of God, let's say the most wildest theory out there is is true. I, you know, I don't even know. There's been some wild ones over the last decade or so. And uh, let's say, okay, every single bit of it is true doesn't change the sovereignty of God. Right. And knowing his good, perfect plan unfolding in life, it's not a, it's not a mystery to him. Yeah. It's not a conspiracy to him. It's, it's not, you know, this hidden knowledge to him. And so if he's allowed it, then... I don't. I don't need to worry about it. Right. Yeah. Um, I don't. I don't need to like let it keep me up at night. I don't. I don't need to. Even if the worst possible scenario would come from the conspiracy or the theory or whatever it might be, um, it, with a you know a deep, robust understanding of the sovereignty of God, belief in in His good sovereign control and design over everything, every, every little you know decision and action in the universe. Um, that gives me peace and rest. Like I don't, I don't have to get into speculations right. about that because I know he's got it. Yeah, and it's ultimately it's we, we don't have to know everything, right? right? Which is what what's what what scientists what what they're trying to do. We're trying mm-hmm. to explain everything. Which uh, I don't think there's there's harm in trying to understand more of the natural world. Sure, because uh, I think as 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 Christians, as we understand more of it, it should point us more to how how glorious God is right right, in his creation. Um, But as Christians, we understand we could never like the, the finite can never understand the infinite. Right. right? And so we have to understand we're never going to understand everything or be able to explain everything. It's why we don't have to, you know, stress out and, and, and worry about all these speculative things more than we can trust 
what we're here for, yeah. what our mission is, and and what the goal is. That's right, and and that's really what you're getting at is is the difference between like a Christian scientist, not but not a yeah, n- not not the the crazy cult, yeah, but yeah, a not, scientist not a, who is a Christian, right? Versus just a a science a scientist. It it is the goal, right? And it is the purpose that is behind it. A scientist, like you're saying, is is learning and discovering because he or she wants to be smart. Right. It's, it's about their head knowledge and their discovery for for what their name and their glory. The scientist who is a Christian is is ultimately, I would say, doing it for worship. Right. To understand the Creator yeah. as they understand the intricacies of how things work, as they understand the enormity of our universe, or uh, the all the the ways in which we can't fully see by the you know the just the naked eye and our observations. Right. That leads a scientist who is a Christian to greater worship. Right. Uh, to see the sovereign hand of God in all things. And that's really the purpose. For sure. Um, and so when we get into theories and things like this, oftentimes that it's the exact opposite. That's why it's antithetical, because it isn't leading people to greater worship. Mm. It's it's more often than not leading people to greater fear, yeah. greater speculation, yeah. uh, greater suspicions about humanity and, and taking thoughts away from God. And so that's why it's so uh, uh, so important to, uh, uh, to, to understand the difference. Yeah. And again, the reason for the big warnings that Paul offers is because if it steals from the glory of God, if it takes our, uh, our aim and our heart away from the worship of the Lord, um, we're headed in the wrong direction. Yep. Right in the wrong direction. So, um, you know, we didn't necessarily tackle the whole flat earth theory in this podcast, but it, uh, I think we hopefully gave some bigger helpful uh, context in which to understand not only this theory, but any sort of theory or conspiracy in which you may encounter. Let's just bring it to the truthfulness of God's word and rest in his sovereignty. And, and we will be on the right path. Well, Thanks for tuning in to Consider It, a ministry of Redemption Bible Church here in Brownfield, Texas, where we are taking on questions regarding life, theology, and church. If you'd like to submit a question, text the word redemption and your question to 474747. If you'd like to learn more about our church, visit us at redemption.bible. We thank you for your support and listening, and we hope you'll join us next week as we...